Welcome to Pilot Boys, the podcast where we review the first episode of the TV shows. My name is Caesar, And my name is Michelle. And today we are doing Homecoming, the new Amazon original show that was developed from a podcast. Did you know that? Yeah, I saw that at the end. I didn't know this. So we mentioned it in the podcast I was on with Lindsay, mm-hmm. um, her friend Angela. Apparently she like reviewed it for some shit. And... I was just like, Sam Esmail is the reason I was interested because he did Mr. Robot, right? But then I realized, I was like, oh, shit, this is the podcast. Like, I had heard this podcast back when I used to drive for a living, when I used to work at Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I love the podcast. Mm -hmm. And it it was a little tough for me to get adjusted to these new characters because so so Julia Roberts is Catherine Keener. I don't know if you know who that is. She's the lady who hypnotizes Daniel Kaluuya and Get Out. Have you seen oh, Get Out? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. And Walter is Oscar Isaac. Uh-huh. Bobby Cannavale is Dave Schwimmer. Oh. <laughs> so, like, I have... But, like, the thing is, it's such a good podcast. Because, like, a, it's a narrative podcast, right? So, uh-huh. it tells the story of what's going on. But, like, it builds it in an audio format, which is... I mean that that's not necessarily a new thing because there's been like stories, radio, TV yeah, shows, like you know mm-hmm. HG Wells kind of shit. Yeah, but it was really fucking good because they got like top talent, and it was like this mystery surrounding it. So when I found out that this was the podcast, I'm like, oh shit! I, I was I was like, this could be good. Like it's the dude from Mr. Robot who's essentially on hiatus, kind of. He's not. He's gonna do one more season of Mr. Robot, uh-huh. but he did all of this. He directed the entire first season, and it's the two dudes who created it who wrote the season. Like the two dudes who created the podcast also wrote this season. Oh, so I was like, it could be a recipe for something good. Yeah, but I guess you could tell me your first impression. What did you think of the first episode? I mean, I'm gathering from what you you're saying. You didn't think it was that great, but well, I actually, I'm asking you. I disagree. I actually kind of liked it. Mm. It wasn't like... Like, there were parts of it that I didn't like. Um, Like, for example, uh, when they were shooting the fucking bars on the side. Oh, my God. That was so annoying. Bars? The bars on the side? When they were, like... When they went into the future. The black bars. It looked like a vertical Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, my God. That was so fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That drove me crazy. Also, I kind of felt like for a first episode, you don't really get a sense of like what the fuck's going on at all. Yeah. Like they obviously hint at like something weird's going on in like this facility, but like they don't really like like they don't show anything weird. So you you're just kind of really build that tension so you're like like I think Westworld does a good job at like being this crazy thing that's going on and it draws you into the world whether or not you know what's going on you're like i'm interested yeah i think this one because i already know the whole twist and i know the entire story because there's two seasons of the podcast okay and i already know everything that's gonna happen Uh to me i was just like i already know what's happening but because okay we'll talk about this in the i guess the themes a little bit but i i mentioned already that the fact that they built a narrative out of a podcast to Mm -hmm. me was great because they're playing with the format in a way that hasn't been played with in a while, probably for like a new audience now. Yeah. And they really constructed this world through audio only. Mm-hmm. And seeing like the same choices that, that were already made in the podcast, but on the show, 
which they obviously have, you know, visuals and just a lot more to play with. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't know. I feel like they could have built it a little better. I felt like they could have built that. They could have drawn in the audience a little more. Because as of right now, and I'll just go into a quick recap. It's basically two storylines. One is where Heidi is interviewing these subjects of the homecoming project. Mm -hmm. And the other one is where she's a waitress and she's being questioned by this mysterious man. And the homecoming project is kind of vague right now, but it just seems like it's therapy for people with trauma. They kind of seem like soldiers in the first episode. Veterans. Yeah. So... You can hear. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm I'm excited about the show because I really like the podcast. Uh-huh. When you find out the twist, you're like, "Oh shit, that's uh-huh. really fucked up." Like it, it's like some Black Mirror shit almost. But it's funny that you say that because, like, as I was watching it, I kind of got like a Black Mirror vibe from this. Yeah, I was like, something's going on. Yeah, it just felt. Like, I don't know. I guess. I guess. I guess we can. We can get into what we didn't like about it, or what we. All right, first let's talk about what we did like about it. What we did like about it. What did you like about it? Um, I liked that one scene, the the one shot scene. Which one? The one shot scene like where like she's walking around the facility and uh, like it's all yeah. done in one shot. Mm-hmm. That was really fucking cool. That was very like Sam Esmail type shit. Yeah. I um, even think that the 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 black bar thing that you didn't like, like the square what is it, like sixteen four by three format? <sighs> That was also probably him trying to like, cause you know he he likes to like pay homage to like old shit. Yeah, that's true. Um, like, but it, it didn't go over well. Yeah, it didn't yeah. go over all that well. It was just like why? They could have just done like what everyone does, which is like a color difference. Yeah, or I something. Know. I mean, you you could obviously tell that it was a different period, but I, I think they were trying to like go for something visually, like a visual cue that that makes it different. Yeah, but like I said, like I think that he could have just done like a slightly darker like color scheme yeah. and like you would have gotten it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Alright, so So overall you enjoyed it though. Overall I did enjoy it. Yeah? Yeah. So what do you <laughs> I don't wanna ask too many questions about like what's what did what's I gonna like happen. About it? No no no, um, like what what do you think is happening? What do I think is happening? I have no fucking idea. That's why I'm interested. Because I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So to on? You, you, you felt like they did build the mystery a little bit? To some extent, yeah. Not as much as I feel they should have for the first episode. Mm-hmm. But like enough that I'm like, okay, like maybe I'll watch the second episode. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the mystery of the show is around this like homecoming thing. This homecoming it's hard to talk about the themes of it without going into the full story. And it's only because my brain is like, you have this piece of information already. Mm-hmm. You don't have to speculate. Mm-hmm. So it's, well, I'm, I'm guessing I'm trying to not speculate and talk about themes of like what the homecoming project is. It's just like, it's like a group for veterans but at the same time, it seems kind of shady. It reminds me of you, you didn't you didn't finish it, but it reminds me of uh, fucking Maniac. Oh, okay, yeah. I kind of like. Did you get that far? To the n- second episode, at least. No, I didn't watch the second episode, but I did kind of get like a like a Maniac vibe from. Yeah, because it. it doesn't. 
just from the first episode, it doesn't like you could tell something sketchy. Yeah, well, going you could. On. You yeah. already know that something sketchy is going on because the guy goes to question her. Yeah. In her current occupation as a waitress, and she's just kind of like, "Well, uh, I have nothing to do with that anymore." So, like, something sketchy is going on. They're trying to figure it out. But I mean, you could also tell that something sketchy is going on because of like her phone call with um. I don't know what he was. Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no idea. Like, at the end of it, he just kind of leaves you. That was almost completely, like, word for word lifted from the podcast. Really? Yeah, because I was just like, wow. Because when I heard, because David Schwimmer is really good in it, I thought. Uh-huh. Even though he's, you know, he's David Schwimmer. Yeah. <laughs> he he kind of, I mean, his, his character type is kind of like this, like, leader of this operation but he kind of goes like a rogue agent kind of like intimidating wannabe person okay and that's kind of vague to you and doesn't really make sense until you, until you watch it but that moment where he's like she's like yeah i'm having some thoughts about the project and he's like what thoughts like no no no, no. You, we're not gonna there's no room for you to have those kinds of yeah thoughts. yeah you could tell he's gonna be like a shady character which is then which I'm is like do you finish miss robot right not the third season. So you haven't seen it at all. I saw the first like few episodes. He was of the so third great season? in the in the last season. Bobby Cannavale comes out. Oh, He's okay. like the Mr. Wolf type. Oh, okay. Remember in the oh, first wait, episode? Yeah, yeah, co- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember. Which is like, he looks. He's he's nothing like this guy. Yeah. But kinda, I guess his character. I mean, I saw a lot of like characters were used from previous things. Like Bobby Cannavale was probably used because of that. Mm-hmm. Lip from Shameless probably has a connection to Sam Esmail because he's married to Emmy Rosam. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's there's some connections there. And then, uh, no, that's it. That's it in terms of those connections. But I, I want to talk to, I want to talk about like, I guess this is the first time it's ever been done where a podcast, well, I guess, no, it's it's been done. Lore. Is on Amazon also. It's a podcast. Mm. Um, Pod Save America was recently trans. It was recently made into a show. When is the Pilot Boy show coming out? The Pilot Boy, <laughs> the Pilot Boys show, show. Exactly. The Pilot Boys podcast show, show. Yes. Pod Save America came out, and then Two Dope Queens also. And I guess there's a lot. Yeah. And then <laughs> you're like, this is the first time. Oh, Dirty no, John, but like this is the first dogs. narrative one. Okay. Because there's, I mean, most podcasts aren't about narratives. Yeah, that's true. Dirty John is developing, which is about like a serial case. I mean, a serial murder thing. Okay. But this one, I think it's such a special thing because it it is about, it's like a story that was written and it's performed, Mm -hmm. but just on a different medium. So it was hard for me to, it's it's still hard for me to like think of these guys. I'm just like, why this person? Like Mm -hmm. Walter... I mean, nothing against the guy. I think he's the dude who's playing. Uh, he's starring in the the new James Baldwin movie, the Barry Jenkins one, if Bill Street could talk. Like he was fine, but he's not Oscar Isaac. Jeez. It would have been cool to see them <laughs> cast the fucking like the, same people? the people, the actors from the podcast. Mm. But what did you think of the casting, or what did you think about the performances? What did you think about Julia Roberts? Like this is, this didn't feel like that. This didn't feel like it was Big Little Lies. This didn't feel like it was Sharp Objects. It didn't feel like it had that grandness to it that warrants like a top talent Oscar winner. 
I feel like it's too early to say. Like, I know it's like there's pilot boys and like we go based off of the first episode, but I don't know. I feel like it's too, it's too early to say. I don't know, man, because I feel like every time there's when stars transition from movies to TV, usually in the first episode, you get an idea. It's like, oh, okay, I see why they why they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Like we got we understood why fucking Matthew McConaughey was in True Detective yeah. in, in that season. We understood why Steve Buscemi was in Boardwalk Empire for that show. Mm-hmm. We understood why Reese Witherspoon made this career move. I mean, one, obviously, TV is the way to go. Mm-hmm. But Julia Roberts could have been anyone. Like, I don't feel like her performance really warranted anything in the first episode. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because, obviously, this is Pilot Boys. This is like the fourth time we said that, but I feel like the pilot really matters. Like you really got to put everything into the first episode or that, that was the old thinking where you had to like really show everything that this show was going to be about in the first episode. But this, I, as a pilot, it's not, I, I don't think it really accomplished all that for me. Mm-hmm. But again, that's with the caveat of like, I already know where this is going I already have it's almost like if I read the book and I'm like this isn't as good as the book except yeah. it's not or like maybe a play or something like that mm-hmm. but what do you think what do you think about Julia Roberts performance I don't think it was bad I mean I don't I agree with you in like that like nothing about her was like super like nothing about her stood out but at the same time, I kind of feel like like she's going to impress us like mm. this season. Well, she'll have room for it. But because there's there's stuff to act. <laughs> there's there's there will be moments <laughs> for her to, to show her chops. Uh-huh. And I mean, she's super ta- like Julia Roberts is super talented. I'm not denying that. But I don't know. Amazon, you're, you're fucking fucking up. Like you could have really made like a great pilot i think that's what it is i just think that like they didn't give her enough room to like show off in the first in the first episode i also feel like it was too short yes like i don't feel like i like i'm never this is never this never happens by the way like i never feel like episodes like this need to be longer but this one definitely felt like it just cut off i thought it had to be long like i thought that it was like one of those things where like you have to watch the first episode with the second episode like in one but i was yeah. like no but this is this is amazon like yeah why would they do that i felt like when i saw that it was only 26 minutes when i was watching some scenes like the scene where they're interviewing the guy like adam from girls is interviewing the guy his name isn't adam i forgot his name i don't know his fucking name ray ray from girls oh yeah me. that guy when he's interviewing the guy the one of the veterans and he's talking about his shoes i was like this is this is taking up too much of this very little time for this yes. first episode. Like if it, it felt more like this could have been like second, third episode kind of shit instead yeah. of like you, I don't know. I feel like everything's at stake in the first episode to draw. Okay. I used to think I teeter between like the pilot isn't that important because everyone's going to binge it anyways. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, because we're so saturated with shit, I feel like the pilot is still important. Maybe it's not important to get the show. Before it was important to get the show, but now 
it's important for the audience to continue watching the show because if the first episode isn't good there's there's a big chance that the, the person probably won't continue it because I've, I've come across so many times where it's like yeah i didn't like the first episode so like i didn't continue it yeah because there's there's such a like there's so much shit to be out there and everything's i mean excuse me there's so much shit out there and everything's begging for our attention i think that's more prominent with like shows that aren't bingeable you know what i mean like what like shows that come out like on network they're like on like a weekly schedule Mm -hmm. like people watch the first episode and they're like well i don't want to invest my time next week like on it whereas like binging shows like you're kind of expected that you're gonna spend a shit ton of time like binging so like you watch like more than just the first episode See, I don't know. I I I disagree because I feel like there's so much to watch, and mm. that if you're not drawn in right away, you're just not gonna continue with it. Mm. I feel like a lot of shows suffer from not having good episodes. Like I know people who I've 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 known people to say that the Parks first episode just mm. turned them off to the entire series. Yeah, but again, that wasn't like. That was something that was, like, on network TV where they had to wait for, like, the next few episodes. Yeah, but what I'm saying now is that we're in a time where if you can't even get past the first episode, then how are you? Ex- how do they expect us to keep watching the, first, the entire season? You get yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think before it was just it was just a tool. Like, you had to make the first episode great to get the season order. But now you got to make that to get the binge i guess well maybe you also have to consider that amazon might know like something that we don't about like their um their viewers like people are more likely to watch like the first few episodes no people will continue watching this for sure because of julia roberts uh-huh. but i feel like it's a disservice that they're just gonna watch it just because of that like i mean i don't know I, I, it wasn't a bad pilot by any means like, it was all right mm-hmm. but it just it just felt like it was lacking in a lot of things. Like it just felt like they didn't use their time. They didn't fully take advantage of like the short amount of time that they had for this first episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, let so me pivot like, to. Are we gonna get into the themes or? <laughs> let me pivot to. Did you see? I guess I already asked you that. Yeah, I don't really have any themes without spoiling the show for you. I think one that you mentioned is basically like veterans being integrated back into society, which is like a in real order issue. to lead quote normal lives. Yeah, but it's also because it seems kind of shady, right? Yeah, it also addresses some of the issues of like the way that veterans are taking taken advantage of yes. because they're kind of like a. Like, they give so much of themselves to this country and to fight. And some of them are kind of, like, under this impression that this is going to be the next thing for them. And then they come back fucked up and they don't have that support that they thought they had. Yeah, even, like, in that scene that you were talking about where... um, The shoes? Yeah, where they're learning how to, like, interview for, like, a shoe store. Mm -hmm. And, like, the guys just kind of, like what the fuck like this is the fucking shoe store yeah and it's just like that's just a sad reality that like when they do integrate it's not necessarily gonna be like they're not gonna get that camaro 
Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be that like, lofty life. It's just going to be working at Foot Locker. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Just by the, the few interviews that we see, it kind of seems kind of dismal for the veterans where like things just aren't working out for them and they're obviously trying to better themselves by by going to these like therapies but as we mentioned it seems kind of shady based on the way that the bobby candleball the the boss seeming guy Mm -hmm. he kind of was talking about it in like bureaucratic terms and like we need to get our metrics up kind of thing. Yeah. And so, Julia Roberts kind of like brought up like the whole holistic thing. Yeah. And like she was having like other thoughts about it. But like he instantly shut it down. Yeah. Because we're, we're seeing the way that they're treated as like just, I don't know. Like I, I you kind of think of like DeVita and the way they just see people as just numbers sometimes. Yeah. And like these companies that are supposed to be like representing good and like their output to the the world is like oh we're we're doing this public service but they're actually just for profit and it's not necessarily for to improve the lives of these veterans yeah and they're just kind of further i don't want to say abusing their labor but like taking advantage of them yeah so even on the home front they oh which i guess yeah, even on the home front, they're being abused, which I guess is kind of tied to the name, which is homecoming for veterans coming back home to like try to integrate back into society. Yeah, I guess that could be the name of why it's called, why the project is called that or whatever. I was going to ask you about a scene. Which I, one? I didn't know what to think of it. The scene where she's at home, I think, with like a man she's seeing, like a boyfriend. Yeah. Or something, and then he says that, like, she inspires him to, like, start over? Hmm. Like, what exactly was he getting at? She? No, what was he getting at? So, to me, the scene, it's it's contrasted by when she talks to Walter, and their talk kind of seems fluid. And, like, they're able to relate to each other, and she relates best to her work and when she gets home there's a complete disconnect between her and her husband or her her partner that she's dating and it just kind of seems like they're not really that into each other i mean i guess it's supposed to be like character building but she's just kind of like likes the steadiness of what she does like she likes the steadiness of her job she likes the steadiness of knowing that she has a boyfriend she didn't really like things to deviate from that. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of just seems like a free spirit where he's like, you inspire me to like be a pilot mm-hmm. and like do new things. Okay. But there's still that big disconnect between like in their relationship. Okay. So it just seemed like an odd. Yeah, it definitely seemed like that was, was lifted from like a Mr. Robot conversation. It just seemed like a very awkward conversation to have with like, someone that you're seeing i don't know it's just like even like their language was very awkward it felt kind of like we're watching like a scene from like a bad marriage like one of the very fight one of the very many fights that they've had in a bad marriage kind of thing 
Yeah. But even the way it was shot, it was like very Mr. Robot. Like they're kind of off to the side. They f- they feel like they're alone, even mm-hmm. though they're both in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Mr. Robot tends yeah. to do that a lot. Like they're kind of talking at each other, not yeah. to each other. Like she keeps asking him things in the midst of him talking. So they're not really listening to each other. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I did feel a little out of place. But that's that's my best guess is that like her life is kind of work. Like she even defends her boss when he's yeah. just like he's kind of an asshole. And she's like, well, you know, this is what's important to me. And he's like, well, what's important to me is, like, doing other shit. It just seems like like, it's the end of their relationship. That scene kind of seemed like it shouldn't have even been in there. Like, it wouldn't have changed the episode at all. Yeah. I mean, it built the character to an extent, but it didn't really add to the narrative. Yeah. Like, it just felt kind of out there. And I think that's, that's my biggest issue with this first episode is that... If you're gonna be a pilot about a mystery, mm-hmm. make everything work towards that mystery. Like every minute is precious in building that anticipation for what's to come. Yeah, especially and when it's only like 26 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you think about the ending? It was again, it was straight up lifted from Mr. Robot. Um. Like things just kind of play out without there being a focus anymore it ended with him asking her about the guy right yeah she asked she asked him about walter which implies that there's something going on with walter and then she just kind of leaves so he asked her about walter he asked her about walter because that was one of her subjects yes and she just kind of like walks away she's just like i have no idea who that is yeah i mean obviously like it's just kind of like hinting at that Walter's going to be, like, the problem in this whole experiment. Either the problem or something went wrong, which is why she's now working as a waitress, even though she's overqualified. Yeah. And she's qualified to do something else. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know, like, what's going to happen, obviously, but, like, so far, Walter just seems like a regular dude, other than the whole sleeping thing that he was talking to her about. Yeah, the only thing that he really said that was out there was that he'd kill that bird for him. No problem. Yeah. Oh, and then the part where he said that he'd smash his head against the desk. Yeah, talk about that. Okay, so, like, there's a scene where, like, she's asking him, like, if there's anything weird going on, and he tells her that, like, he kind of has this urge to, like, hit himself on the corner of his really sharp desk that he has in his Mm. room. And he says that he would never, like, act on it, and that's, like, not something he'd normally feel, but at that moment, like, he did. Yeah. Well, that could be... I don't know. I feel like it's hinting towards, like... Okay, here's my 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 thought process. That guy that, like, was acting for the shoe thing, mm-hmm. he seemed very, like, fuck this place, I'm done with it, like, this shit's, like... Yeah frustrating me and like he's one of he's one of the subjects that's been there for a while yes and that's what they said that like he had like a month to go or something like that right so he seemed very like agitated and on edge and you could tell because of the fight that he got into with walter yeah and then now walter's having these like violent thoughts like about himself yeah so it kind of seems like that could also be ptsd for veterans that's true but i took it as like this whole homecoming program just kind of like destabilizes them 
instead of doing like what they're intended to do, which is like to help them like integrate back into society. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you're not completely wrong, but there's there's a lot to it. There's a lot to what's going on. It'll you definitely I mean? remind you of, of, of Black Mirror. I was going to say, it reminds me of that episode of Black Mirror with the soldiers. Where he sees like the children as like monsters? Yes. Yes. Yes, well, yes. exactly. I mean, it's it's not to that extent. It's I, I, I could say that with certainty. Like, it's not hit them using soldiers to like i mean there is an element of like violent tendencies yes like, but it's not like they're putting literally like different contact or different shades onto their eyes to see other people as as enemies which you know i thought that episode was really profound i love that episode karen didn't like it she thought really? it was just too like it was too kind of dumb and i'm like dude that episode is saying a lot about like government it's saying a lot about like the the wars that we wage yeah it was like a really fucking great episode i thought it was amazing yeah i thought so too it's just just about like race in general like yeah. we just tend to see people as monsters yeah. but anyway yes there is some intrigue coming with that and i I think that i'm excited to watch it because i heard that this the season's pretty good but as the first episode it wasn't great aren't they really like on episode three or something no it's all out Oh, shit. I think it's all out. Damn. Yeah, it's been out for a while. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's only 10 episodes, I think. Let's get into the ratings. On a scale of 1 to 5, how many broken TVs is this? I think I'm going to give it a 3.8. And I'm going to do that because... 3.8? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Uh All right. Okay. I guess the thing I would dock it down for is like it not being alluring enough for a first episode like it's alluring in that i would watch the second episode but it's not like an instant hit for me it's it's kind of yeah. like a i'll watch the second episode cautiously it's not a and banger. then decide like if i want to continue yeah. watching it and also i don't like the the present time styling with the 4.3 ratio that shit's frustrating shit and whack. annoying. It's ugly. Um, also, the ending, like you said, it was kind of like, a, and I get it was like a stylistic thing where they were like just trying to show that the world continues without the subjects being in there, but didn't really add anything to it. Yeah, yeah. But what I what I will give it is the parts that I that I did like were obviously like the the one shot scene mm-hmm. that was beautifully done. Um, also, um, the slight intrigue. So I guess that's what it's got going for it. That's what it is for you. Yeah. So for me, I just, it was just such a not, it didn't, it didn't work as a pilot for me. It didn't really build that tension or that anticipation for me. It it just kind of was just another, it was just like a, a poorly executed first episode, I think. I had I had the added benefit of like knowing what is to come for the story and I was already a fan of the podcast. But it just I don't know, I felt like they they didn't really use the extra tools that they had that they really, really like push the boundaries for a podcast. Like they really built the world out with just sound. Whereas here they have extra tools like sight or I guess just visuals. Mm-hmm. 
and like just nuances of like acting and things like that. But I felt like they just didn't really fully act. They didn't really like fully utilize those tools. And that was kind of disappointing, I think. So for me, it's just like a 3.5. I felt like they need to. I feel like if they had just hinted more at what's to come, the mystery would have been more intriguing. But right now it's just like they literally just tease at the mystery, even though that there's there's still a far there's still a ways from it. And I also feel like they should have used every minute that they had in such a short episode. Yeah. It needed to be longer for sure. So three point five. Um, what do you think about predictions? Um, how long is the podcast going for? Season two. I think they're just gonna do this like a one, like, like a one, one off. Yeah, like a one off season. And I don't know. then if they continue it through the podcast then they'll probably pick it up for a second season. Yeah. I think that it'll probably go for two seasons. Cause they're able to tell well, each podcast was like forty minutes. Oh. So they didn't really like How many episodes is a podcast? I think it's eight each episode. They could have season. done like eight episodes. Like, or, or wait, I don't, I don't remember if it was forty minutes, but it was, it was at least thirty minutes each one or something like that. Okay. But yeah, and uh, I'm gonna go two seasons for sure. Yeah. About. All right then. Well, thank you for listening. Rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and MySpace. Visit our website. MySpace. Facebook. Uh, do we have a Facebook? No, we don't. Oh, thank fucking God. Anyways, thanks for listening. Peace. Bye.